0: Welcome to Create Beauty Every Day, a podcast brought to you by HookingRugs.com. I'm Deanne Fitzpatrick. Once you listen to the podcast, be sure to go over to HookingRugs.com and learn about the inspiration sessions and how you can grow and develop your creativity and intuition about color, design, and rug cooking with me, Deanne Fitzpatrick. Now on with the show. Hey, Jean. Hi keeping a light that's what we're talking about today yeah so, I like this this is the one you chose this is one I chose right because that's that's what I know this is where I come from this is how we live were there any like what were the beacons where you grew up mm, oh you mean true physical yeah like what were the beacons <laughs>
1: I, not many. Um, we didn't even have stoplights in our town.
0: So I don't I know, think I was silos, maybe were they kind of a call to people in any way? Well, not. Yeah. I mean, I guess, uh, uh, you would have the
1: big barns and, um, you'd have the big silos as you drive around, but, but for you, you truly have lighthouses. We do, we do yeah. have houses
0: and, and mostly now they're automated, but at one time people actually lived in these places in really rural areas and rural islands i didn't know
1: they're automated that's so sad
0: don't ruin my ideas of nova scotia i know i know it's true um and the light they you know people built a life around these lighthouses and they lived in them in very isolated conditions and they would actually just turn on the light in the night and during storms and they would send out a bee do you think you could live like that oh if i had my that right isolated i'd be good for a little while i think i would be too yeah. <laughs> be good for a while but no i don't know that i i don't like i don't know like it might make me cranky but it might not it's hard to say like living rough would be hard I uh, think
1: we think we would, but have you ever had a week where you barely really talk to people and then you see somebody and you literally can't stop talking and you get back in the car and like, what just happened? Oh, so no. see, if yeah. we were managing those lighthouses?
0: I don't know. I don't think so, it good. I, think I don't you know,
1: think so. so. Don't
0: see that person just drive off really quickly,. <laughs> you really...
1: Oh no, not Jean. She hasn't talked to somebody in a really long time. That's going to be a bad day.
0: So I've well, got things to do. I oh I don't think I could. no. I don't think I'm cut out for that, but I do feel that we all have to keep a light for ourselves and that we have to keep a light for others. There's two, mm-hmm. we have two responsibilities that we got to keep our own little light shining somehow. So that means for me, that means walking. That means nurturing myself. It means looking after myself. It means like, I just watched, you had said, Oh, Sarah Blake me on. Master oh yes. Oh good. So I just watched that. And, and it's not like, it's not, like I hadn't thought about this before but she just talked about like where do you get your good ideas when Mm -hmm. when do your good ideas come to you and they come to me when I walk and they come to me when Mm -hmm. I'm um, frigging around doing nothing right Mm -hmm. sometimes but um I feel like uh and so I feel like that's part of me keeping a light is like to just take this week like I just call someone and we went for coffee I never do that like I and and I had forgotten about doing that almost. Right. Isn't that crazy that you could just forget to do that? And then the next well, day I, called, I liked it. And the next day I called someone we went to lunch. And that was like, oh my gosh, two days in a row.
1: See what's happening. And now they're like, hey, have you heard from Deanne? She's crazy. She's like calling everybody to go for coffee, breakfast, lunch. Well, to me, it goes back to one of my key things is how do I want my life to look and feel? And I even create a visual board. What does that look like? Um, Because as an artist, I'm so visual that words and imagery and, and things that inspire me. And it's pretty easy for me to see if I have a visual. Am I on track? Am I on track or am I off track? And so it's kind of like, if you have really loved going for coffee or um, having a lunch date to remember like, Hey, that's actually a key part of how I want my life to look and feel. I can't do it all the time, but I need to make that a priority that a couple of times a month I'm connecting in this way with people. And that we have these touchstones that kind of remind us, um, Hey, we get to choose how we build this life. We can add beauty. we can are um are we seeing the people we want to? Or are we making the phone calls? Um, you know mondays i my mom had let me know that I wasn't great at keeping up, you know she was very nice about it. and so. I was like, mom, we got to have Mondays with mom. So, you know, it became, because it is important to me. I don't want my, like, I don't want the people that I love the most that I, that I'm so busy with other things that I'm not connecting with them. And so it's, you think about your children and think about your relationships. Like, are we doing the things that actually in our heart, we want to do, do our actions line up with what we say we want? Mm -hmm and i just think that's such a big thing about keeping the light on and t- like when you said for ourselves and for others that light you you making time for somebody else you love that's for both of you
0: that's for both of us yeah you never give you never give without receiving mm-hmm. you know you, you just well I, and I shouldn't say never i shouldn't say never but almost always when we make space for someone mm-hmm. or something, yeah. something will right. happens to both of yes. us. You know, yeah. I I just I don't know. Like I want to be, like so I there was this poem I I, I think it was Naomi Shavit about what she wants to be famous for. And it, after I read that poem, and it was a beautiful poem, I thought I want to be famous for my date squares. I want to be famous for dropping those frigging things off at my sister's and her saying, those are the best date squares I ever ate, right? I wanna be, you know what? I want some
1: date squares.
0: Oh, they're really good. I'm really good at them. Like, hands down, really good at them. And butter, butter is the key, butter and good oats. So, uh, you know, I, I think you really have to ask yourself, what do you want your life to mean? And yeah. I think when you're answering that question, honestly and positively you are keeping a light and Mm -hmm. so you don't have to you know I mean morning pages are great if morning pages are you walking is great if walking is you it's Mm -hmm. uh whatever you do but you don't have to um really I don't think you have to be really um strategic about it but you do have to be purposeful you know yeah
1: I agree well, cuz one of my things is I want when I'm with people that I I'm giving them my full attention, that they don't think I'm distracted. Yeah. And so that means I have I mean no phone, I don't need to be rushing out to do something for work. I need to make sure that my kids know I'm really listening to them and making eye contact and and that that like you said that's purposeful. When you think of what do you want to be known for? I want people to feel when they're with me that they're important that they're this, that I, that I am not wishing I could move on to something else.
0: Yes. You don't want to be looking over their shoulder. Yeah. We've all been, I've all, I've, Oh, I've, we've all been the, on the other end of that. Other yeah. end of that right. Yeah. We've all felt that. And it's just so, it's just, and and sometimes I see myself doing it because I'm an incredibly mm-hmm. curious person. And and I go back to the person and say, I, sorry, I just want to know who's in the room. I'm <laughs> I just want to know who walked in because I am nosy, but sorry about that. You know, I catch myself doing it, but I often catch myself being the person and, and um, someone not knowing that, you know, and knowing that someone isn't keeping a light for me. They are not, they are not keeping the light for me. They are, um, they, you know, I'm, I'm, it makes you feel irrelevant, right? Mm Yeah. And, And, and I am, I'm famous you wouldn't, this is something you might not know about me, but if you lived with me, you would know I'm famous for walking out of the room when my husband is talking. <laughs> <laughs> Unknowingly, like, do you just like, like, I just like, I live in my head, right?
1: I do too, though. I do too. And I have to come back and say, I'm really sorry. It's like, I didn't even realize other I've I've tried to tell my family you can't just come up to me if I'm doing something and touch me or come and say something because it'll scare me to death. I'm having a whole movie in my head. So
0: you lot going on in here? Yeah. So my husband has taken to if I do that, he just because I'm half listening, right? I'm sort of half listening, but I'm putting a log on the fire or whatever. He just stops talking now, right? And so if I want him to finish the conversation, I have to go back in the room and I have to be. So I think there are like, there are people in our lives that are like teaching us, I guess. Mm-hmm. I wish it wasn't my husband, but it is. Right? Yeah, and and they're, they're put there to teach us to be better. Right. This is what I relate. Really, this is what a relate. Really, this is what happens in a relationship. I guess, but I, yeah, I live, I like, like I am a lot of times there's a whole lot going on in here. That's not related to what's happening. And, and so I have to really, one of the things I love about doing the podcast, um, is that I really have to listen, you know, and I I've just read two books on listening. Right. And when people see them around, like my family, when they see them (laughs) When they see them around they're like what the heck what the heck like I can you is this really it's good you're reading that but I don't believe it's gonna work. <laughs> and I actually bought one of them uh it's called listening I bought two copies one for each of my children and I noticed they're reading it too mm-hmm. but it's made me it's made me more intentional about you know being you know being someone else's light a little bit
1: we can we can learn new things we can. Yes. Well, and like, how do you, how do you like, even in your creativity, I was um, when I was thinking about this question and this topic for creativity, it made me think in creativity, like sometimes even in my own work, um, this balance between working within my wheelhouse, mm-hmm. right? Like feeling really good and comfortable with my marks and my palette and my style, because I just love I love that. And then also saying it's okay also like, like to step out of, and and not the parts that are authentically me, but like, let's push that, like, you know, what could it be? And, but one of the things that I love, um, some, some days that I found if I get, um, we can, I can overwork things. I can overwork a piece. Um, And, and so what I have learned to do also is to be really okay with lots of things going at once and to make marks or put layers and then walk away. And, and it reminds me about Ernest Hemingway that he used to stop mid-sentence at the end of the day. So then he was excited to get back into his studio to, to like, you know, he, he would start where he left off. And he would already be thinking it. Mm -hmm. He'd probably like through, through dinners, like probably as he's sleeping, when he wakes up, he kind of knows like how I would hopefully know what's my next mark. He would know what's my next thought process. What's my next string of beautiful words that I'm going to put together. And so sometimes even for me in the studio, I'll be working. I'll get to that place where I'm like, okay, I actually don't know what I want to do next. I'm, um, or I'm going to start to do something and then I leave for the night, but I sometimes even take a picture Yes, and I'll even look at it maybe before I get ready for bed and look at it again and that I'm open like to possibility. I'm open to like, what's next. And and usually when I, I'll know before I even go to bed, oh, okay. Yeah. I know what I'm going to do next. Mm-hmm. And that's all I know. I, you know, a lot yeah, of times it's you just, just yeah. the next step. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I love that about Hemingway. I love knowing that. And it, it really taught me something to, to stop, to stop and give things pause and rest and, and room to
0: figure it out. Yeah. And that he left, like he left on a, uh, the first thing I thought of when you told me that is he left on a good note. Yes. Well, he was like, well, things were going good instead of waiting till things are not quite right before you leave
1: right? Yeah. Ending the day with your crash and burn is, uh, it's, it's a little hard to go back in the studio, but I, I love that, like that it's just saying, um, I'm expectant for what's going to come and I want to be excited to get
0: back into that creative space. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I sometimes want to plow through I want to finish because I'm a real task oriented soul right and I want to and then I think well, what am I going to do next and a lot of times I don't know what I'm going to do next and then I think well wouldn't it be nice just to have this to come back to like mm. this and have this much and because it's like when you're finishing it should you know kind of know you got everything worked out with a rug usually when you're finishing it's not like mm-hmm. painting. boy paintings are hard to finish you don't know when yeah. you're done yeah. you know with a rug you have an area that's going to be filled in so it's a it's a bit different and so I leave myself um uh, sometimes you know enough for maybe a morning's work so that I come back and I have something to come back to and and do you think at night, like, do you, before you go to sleep, do you kind of imagine, can you visualize what you're, do you visualize what you're going to, how you're going to approach things?
1: I do that a lot before um, bedtime and about lots of things, Yeah. but I love when I can do that about an art piece. And I feel like that's why it's so important. Um, And I'm not always good at this, so I don't, uh, but why it's actually so important when I don't go to bed with my phone. And so then I don't wake up to my my phone. I am the best version (laughs) of myself when I put it out in the kitchen. And when I go to sleep, like what you're saying, those are my last thoughts. Yeah, Because I believe like rest, I think like our mind and our hearts do such beautiful work for us. Like while we're sleeping. Yeah, Like they figure out so many sweet things that we need help with, right? Like while, like while we are resting and I just, I need to, I don't want my last thing before I go to sleep to be somebody else's problem or like world stuff or yeah. um, somebody else's beautiful creations yeah, or somebody else. It, it, the yeah. the truth is I can't do anything about a lot of those things, mm-hmm. but um and I feel like how, it gets in the way of us probably hearing clearly and waking up fresh and waking up with um, our own answers um,
0: kind of figured out. Yeah, I haven't slept with my phone by my bed since my, maybe for 10 years.
1: Yeah, it's just, it's so. Not a
0: for it, I don't think. I think it needs to be in the other room, in the kitchen.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, and once again, like, and I've, we've talked about this in one of our other talks is that yeah. is usually a sign to me that I'm overwhelmed. Yeah. So I so but see I know that now. Yeah, you're really- I know that. So now like when I am noticing that I'm getting back into that habit, mm-hmm. then I'm able to say, you're overwhelmed. And it's in it's um it's actually part of the reason I'm probably overwhelmed. It's like somebody, I, um, a, a doctor that I follow, uh, she was saying I was having wine every night just to kind of take the edge off. Yeah. And then she said, and then I realized when I didn't have wine for a month, I didn't have any anxiety to take the edge off. So it's so funny. So much
0: <laughs> have an edge.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, are we yeah. aware of the things that we do mm. that are maybe even causing more of the problems that we're dealing with?
0: And I think like sometimes they can be really outside of your art. Like, yeah, like drinking is, is a one like the phone, drinking, uh, spending all kinds mm-hmm. of things that we can mm-hmm. sort of th- those things. They might not, you might not think that uh, they're related to your art, but if you're really making art, they're related. Mm-hmm. They're definitely, every, you know, I think when we make art, everything we do is like what I always think like, uh, we're making a life. I always said that, like uh, mm, that's so beautiful. I, what I was doing, we're making. we you know, I'm 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 yeah. building a life. I'm making. I'm making a yeah. life. That's all yeah. I wanted to. That's yeah. all I think. So I think it's everything that we do adds to our adds to our you know our ability to be inspired. Yeah. And I also think, like in your role and in my role, we're keeping a light for others too. And and you know, we're trying to. Um, I mean, I want to be, I want, I want to inspire other people. That's important to me. I want other people to find some of what I have because I think it's so good. It's like having a great, it's like having a cake, you know? You're not going to eat the whole thing yourself you can share. No. Yeah. Once you
1: see the magic of what creating can do for your life and your heart and, and just your joy, it's um, when you can experience that, you just want to take as many people along with you.
0: You do. You really do. Yeah. You really do. Really do. And it, you know, it's, it's sincere. I, I really, I really mean it. I just feel like, and I also am careful to say like, it's, it's not a religion. It's not um, a panacea. It's not, Uh, medicine if you need medicine it's not any of those things but it is this beautiful thing it's this I I described it like it's like a robin's nest that you hold in your hand and it's such you know it's fragile and beautiful but it is oh when you look at it and when you feel it and you know what it is it's so interconnected and And the
1: only requirement is you pick it up all that's all that's
0: all you just pick it up just stick with it. Like just yeah. show up, show up and make, just show yeah. up and make mm-hmm. yeah. so good. Yeah. Anyway, that's it for keeping the light. I think you got anything else to tell me.
1: Nope. I think it's good. You're good.
0: I'm well, good. Bye. Take care. <laughs> you too. Thanks for listening to today's show. Be sure to go over to hookingrugs.com and find out more about the inspiration sessions and learning with me about creativity, intuition, color and design for rug hooking. Until next time, create beauty every day.